Hold on, girl. Let me take this. Hold on, hold on. Hello? You ain't gotta like me, but you gonna like what I have to say. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode 11. It's your girl, Margaret, as always. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, pressing play, subscribing, following, fast forwarding, rewinding back, because we know you always missing some shit. Either way, I definitely appreciate the love and support. Listen, I was minding the business that pays me, and I was going through my vault, aka my undropped episodes, and don't judge. <laughs> anyway, after listening to a few episodes, I was like, ooh, this one right here is very much relevant to what we about to go through. First of all, if you don't follow me on Instagram or if you missed the live the other day, baby, let me tell you something. I did the Uranus retrograde live readings and I'm telling you right now, the great awakening that we about to go through for the next five months, aka transformation is mm, game changer. I mean, it's all about everything you ever thought of, you believed in, you fucked with, etc. It's about to get shifted. Uh-huh. So, and you already know, anything with a shift is what? Endings. Now, now, back when I did this episode on March 26th, earlier this year, you know, I was fresh off still healing, figuring it out. And although this episode focuses on choosing yourself and endings, I want you guys to pay close attention to the steps that I provide because no lie, I feel like this can be universally used anywhere on God. I mean, I just wanted to share a gem with you guys, something that I didn't get a chance to drop, which, you know, divine timing for everything because here we are today. Eh. Anyway, real quick, gratitude to everybody that still continues to support me, show love, even all the birthday love I got, the voice notes, I thank you guys so much. But I don't even want to keep talking, so let's just get right into it. So without further ado, okay, here is my episode 11 by You Not Choosing Me taught me to choose myself, and I definitely hope it helps you guys, and feel free to leave some love at the end. Thank you. Today's episode, as you can see from the title, is called By You Not Choosing Me, It Taught Me to Choose Myself. And what inspired this episode, obviously it's it's all for love. And I think we as a collective, a lot of us that have closed out a lot of chapters in 2020, a lot of us had to sit and come to a realization that the people that we invested ourselves into ultimately never had the intention of choosing us the way we chose them. But more importantly, in them not choosing us, it taught ourselves how to choose ourselves. And I just wanted to get into a little bit about a couple different things on overpouring to people, you know, having that awakening. And I actually decided to do something a little different with this episode. So before I actually started the episode, I ended up recently getting um, this Orca deck and I decided to just pull three cards. You know, I shuffled the deck, three came out, and I'm like, damn, this is proof that this is the episode. <laughs> Like literally, I had it all in my head. I'm freestyling today's episode, but I was like, I wanted some cards to kind of speak on some topics relatable to this. And the three cards that came out are just so on key with exactly what the fuck <laughs> I'm talking about. So let's just get right the fuck into it. So I'm gonna actually go ahead and discuss the three different cards that I pulled out today. Kind of just give my advice, my insights, etc., and how it's relatable to today's title. So the first card that came out is called Reframe. And it says, this is happening for me, not to me. And this card right out the gate when it came out, oh my God, it was so loud and clear to me. You know, I feel like a lot of times, 
when we're going through endings with people, whether it's friendships with family members or even in love, a lot of the times we feel like, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening? Why is this ending? You know, it feels very dark. It feels unreal to some people. Some people go through a state of illusion. It feels like a nightmare as well sometimes to people um, when we come to an ending of some sort. And even when I was in a place of, you know, trying to grasp and understand endings that were happening to me in friendships and, re and in relationships, for a little bit, I even lost sight of the idea that something was happening for me instead of to me. It's really easy for us when we are going through something very traumatic, like an ending, because endings are traumatic. I mean, it's a form of grief. When something ends, it's, it's a form of death. And ultimately, it's very easy for us to point the finger at other people or even blame God or blame universe or, or blame ourselves. And not even seeing that this ending or this thing that we're going through is for a purpose, is for us, is to teach us, is to help us grow. And it's a really tough pill to swallow. There's times that I go back and forth in my life with a lot of endings and I'm just like trying to understand and see why. <laughs> certain things have happened. And sometimes, you know, I'll do the blame game and then other times I'm like, I understand that this is divine timing, this is the divine path, this is for me, this is supposed to happen, it's already written. You know, all that self-talk, it's something that you have to practice and do. In retrospect though, I do wanna say, even if you are on the ladder of the things where you feel yourself, you know, going into that slippery slope of blaming others or falling into the whole, why is this happening, you know, to me, to me, to me. That's fine too, we're all human. Every day ain't gonna be fucking happiness, okay? Every day ain't gonna be fucking easy, okay? Every day ain't gonna always be like, yes, I'm getting over this, you know, it's a process. And I think that's the beauty in healing. And so for those of you that are probably in a different chapter right now than some of us from 2020, um, who are actually going through certain endings right now, embrace it. I mean, it's easier said than done, but understand that it's happening for a reason. It's happening for you. A lot of us need to come to the realization that these endings need to occur so something new can happen, so we can make space for new. When you lose something, for example, rather than sitting there and you know, being fixated on the loss. I think we need to take appreciation in the fact that when this thing that is lost is gone, we're now making space for new. I think once we get to that space of understanding this is happening for us and this is divine timing, I think it makes all the difference. Which then leads me into the second card that came out. Second card that came out is called Surrender. Sometimes learning to surrender can feel as if you're dying. The ego learns what's hardest, to stop trying to control the whole universe. So I think sometimes when we come in from refraining and understanding that this is happening for us, we eventually get to a stage of surrendering. And surrendering is hard. It's hard as fuck. And it's kind of crazy because my surrender experience actually happened last year. I want to say around November where I started to surrender to certain things. And I started to understand that I can hold tight and I can try my best to control shit, but I can't control what's already written. I can't control what's already in the cards for me. All I can do at this point in my life is surrender. Then when I went through another ending earlier this year, um, because I think I struggled with the surrendering part, universe took it. <laughs> universe was like, ah, I'm gonna take it from you. Cause you didn't learn, you didn't listen, you didn't surrender, and bitch you was playing, <laughs> okay? So in that though, it felt, very heavy. 
in having this moment, this thing, these people being taken from me, it was heavy as fuck. And hence say why then I had to go through the refrain part, right? And trying to see that this is happening for me and not to me. <laughs> and that's still a fucking process. And now I'm finally getting to a stage of surrendering where, and I won't front, like it's been weeks of me attempting to surrender and I'm getting closer to it. And I feel like it's a process, you know what I mean? And it's kind of almost as if like you're going through another part of like a dark night of the soul. And I've talked about this on my live a bit. You know, dark night of the soul is literally like an ego death. It's, it feels like a death and you feel like you're dying in a way. But for me though, I think um, because I flowed a lot through this and I've been going through and working through the surrendering part, mine wasn't as intense as my first dark night of the soul, which happened to me back in like, October, early November, that was intense. This one is very different because it's like, it comes in waves for me and I take the space and I sit with it. And now I'm getting to a space where it's like, I have to remind myself that I can't control this. I can't control people who come in and out of my life, you know? And I think that also deals with attachment issues. And it's crazy because earlier today on my stories, I put up a post about detachment and how if we detach from things, we're not prone to being disappointed. And more importantly, when we detach ourselves from things, we're actually more fulfilled and happy. Because again, if we're more present in the moment of today and just seeing the beauty and waking up and being able to watch your favorite TV show or go to work or drive and get your favorite coffee, there's a whole lot more happiness than worrying about, is this person gonna be with me for six months? Or am I gonna get this job in eight months? Or am I gonna grow into this business? No, so surrendering. And I get it. I think when it comes to surrender, it's a tough space to, to hold because a lot of people are afraid. You know, there's that fear thing, right? And I think I talked about this the last episode. Maybe it was my live, y'all. You know, I'll be chatting. Wherever I talked about it, you know, a lot of us are afraid of what's behind the door. So a lot of us will stay complacent in the positions that we're in right now. A lot of us are afraid of growth. And it's a real thing. It's a real fear. Because at the end of the day, it's as if you're betting on the universe. <laughs> You have to trust the universe. You have to trust God. You have to trust the divine, your ancestors, your guides, whatever, your most high. You have to trust that. And there's a lot of fear in that because we don't know. Right now, all you know is what you already know, what's in front of you. So if you're in this shitty job or in this shitty relationship or with shitty friends, you know what to expect with these shitty ass fucking situations. But when we sit there and surrender and let go and let this ego die and all this stuff and release the control, we don't know what's to come. Shit, I might be alone for the next who knows how many years. Or I might meet the bestest of friends or the love of my life tomorrow. I don't know. But the beauty in it is, is that I don't care because I'm gonna have faith and I'm gonna trust my most high. I'm gonna trust my higher ups. In me releasing, that control and surrendering. I have noticed differences in my mental health, in my spirituality, and just my overall physical being. And it's hard, it's a hard thing to do, but it's helped me come to a space of just being able to be present and just be happy. Like I told y'all, I got that tattoo, happiness every day. That's how I'm moving. And I think a lot of us need to work on surrendering which then would lead to the last card that I got. <laughs> the last card that came out was freedom. And y'all know I've been talking about getting free for who knows how long now on my page and shit. And it says, 
I no longer want this fiery ring of resentment to block the good. Release me from its bonds. And I think a lot of us don't realize that freedom is the ultimate goal. Some people are inspired by money, even happiness, sex, whatever y'all do these days. I'm inspired by freedom. I'm no longer in a place in my life where I'm gonna allow resentment to block my blessings. I'm no longer in a place or position where I'm gonna allow people that didn't choose me and see my value block my blessings. I'm no longer in a place or position in my life where I'm gonna allow my trauma Okay, or the choices that my parents made block my blessings. And in obtaining freedom, which is, in my opinion, a process, I'm not 100% free. I'm getting free. And like I said, the title of today's episode is that ultimately me getting to this stage of getting free had me sit in reflection and realize like I'm holding on to people that don't choose me. I'm over pouring to these people that don't choose me. I'm over loving these people that don't choose me. When I can just take that energy and just choose myself. And I'm not out here trying to sit here and tell y'all, oh, y'all gotta go be single and, and block everybody and be all guarded. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is that be aware. Motherfuckers don't choose you. <laughs> so choose yourself. And I think sometimes, we find ourselves in these situations, like I said the last episode, we fall in love with potential. This could be with friends, family, or lovers. And then I think I even talked about this to my close friends, something where it's like, you know, some people battle with the idea of feeling bad when they're pouring into themselves. And that's something too we have to work through, you know? And, but with that said, when we're free and we're no longer allowing these things, these people, you know what I mean? These burdens block our blessings. I feel like it's just so much easier for us to choose ourselves. It just makes more sense. Like why am I spending my time and my energy fixated or worried or sad or depressed over a person that didn't choose me, that didn't see the value I was providing? Ultimately, we have to also come to a place in our life too to realize that we can't internalize that either. And with them not choosing you, it don't mean you're not valuable. <laughs> see, when a motherfucker doesn't see themselves in that light, right? And doesn't even have a standard to reciprocate that same level of love and effort, etc. You can't internalize that. And I think I was telling this today to somebody on the phone. Take your power back, you know, ultimately, when you have a standard with yourself now and you know how you want to give out your love and shit, you know, you're going to meet somebody who has that same standard. So conversations about reciprocity is never going to be a conversation because ultimately if you're vibrating in the same vibration as somebody and y'all both have the same values, the same sentiments towards how you want to be loved, how you want to be respected, reciprocity is never a topic. Conversations about choosing each other is never a topic. But you have to meet people who are already in a space where they love themselves, where they've already reframed, where they already surrender, where they're at a stage of freedom. You have to meet people like that. And whether you like it or not, universe, God, whatever you believe in is gonna take that if you're not aligning with people like that. That's just the way of life. That's the circle of life. That's how it goes. But I had to learn the hard way about choosing myself. And like I said, I've sat in reflection. I've been journaling a lot 
where I've put myself in a lot of situations. And hear me out, I'm being clear here. I'm taking my accountability. I put myself in a lot of situations and circumstances with people that clearly were not even in a space to love themselves enough to love me to the capacity that I was giving them. So my way of thinking was, well, this person comes in with baggage and trauma, etc. I have this similar baggage, trauma, etc. Or maybe I've healed because I've met some people where I've been in a different space as well. Either way, I look at these people like, all right, if I overlove them and I overgive and I do all these things, you know, they're gonna see that this is home, this is love, and you know, all those things that you didn't get, <laughs> you know, maybe in your childhood or your past relationship, I can give it to you because I know I wanna be loved like that. And then they don't know how to give it back. They just don't, you know, they don't know how to choose you. And then some of us stay in this cycle of just like keep giving in hopes of opening someone's eyes that they can see and choose you until you're fucking depleted. And I have to sit with myself even recently before doing this episode because I didn't even realize like I put myself into situations like this, you know, and even at times too, it's like, I feel like I give too much too soon and I also feel like I'm loyal to a default and that's my downfall. There's nothing wrong with loyalty. Me being a Leo, like, you know, when a lion gives their heart to a person, which is not the easiest thing for a lion to do, like we're very loyal and loyal to a default. And that is something that I had to even learn how to surrender because my loyalty made me a slave <laughs> to the bullshit. And ultimately, I only stayed within my loyalty for what? My ego. Because I'm like, yeah, this person came from this kind of home or this kind of relationship or this type of space. I got to show them different because I'm different. I know I'm different. I know my love. I know this, this value I bring, da, 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 da. That's ego. And I'm in a space now of getting free where I'm like, if I meet somebody, I don't need to jump through no fucking hoops to prove my love is valued at. They're going to see it. I don't need to jump through hoops to stay fucking loyal. They're going to see it. And more importantly, there's going to always be reciprocity. Because again, if a person comes in from a space of really loving themselves, really respecting themselves, really valuing themselves, all right, they're going to meet you already. You guys don't even need to have a conversation about standards. I'm in a space right now, too, that if I have to sit down with another person, friend, lover, family member and talk about what my standard is for love you're not for me because we need to speak the same language and that shit don't even need to be spoken why because actions are louder than words the way you treat yourself the way you treat your tribe and then how you treat me is all we need to know if i have to sit at a round table with a motherfucker and give you my list that's a fucking problem and i don't recommend it and i'm through with relationships like that where i gotta tell motherfuckers where's the gap what's the line no you need to come in loving yourself and getting free. I'm not taking nobody no more where they got to break down their breakdown on how to love and nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I'm not doing that shit at all. And I feel like you guys too out there, you shouldn't either. Because it's just common sense at this stage of the game. How you love yourself is how you want what? Others to love you. Now granted, there's love language, right? I get all those conversations people have. I, I get that. I'm not even talking from that standpoint. I'm talking from a standpoint of what the fuck is common sense. Because there are motherfuckers on this planet who are vampires for love and energy. Motherfuckers that will have their hand out and take willingly and don't give shit back. 
it's common sense. And you know, I don't mean to go on a rant, but it really bothers me. And it's something I'm even still dealing with because when I reflect into my relationships, I don't understand how people I've chosen, right? How I've loved them and I've given them everything I fucking could can have their fucking hand out and then really fucking hesitate on reciprocity. I can't even believe that I put myself in situation circumstances in my life where I had to beg for reciprocity and where I even sat there like a fucking idiot, allow these motherfuckers to have their hands out, do for them over and over and over again. And them motherfuckers can even show up for me. And that's on me. Trust me, I sit with that shit. I forgive myself for it, but I still be like, damn, Margaret, like you really did that shit? But the also too, this ain't only a me thing, but shame on those motherfuckers. I don't understand people that operate like that in this life. How are you comfortable with taking all of that shit and then you don't even have the capacity as a human being or you don't even have the capacity spiritually, mentally, whatever, to even give back in the same form? That is so selfish and we encounter so many selfish human beings. Everybody has limitations on what they can give to other people, but stop taking over your limit. That's not fair to the person on the opposite end. That's not fair to them. And that's the problem I have with human beings sometimes, is that they don't even sit there and blink of eye to realize what the fuck they're doing. They're like, well, this is the best I can give you, but you're taking above that. How can you take above what the fuck is your best and be okay with it? That's some bullshit. And then don't even get me started. How can you require above what's your best, but you can't even give above your best? Get the fuck out of here. That's some bullshit. Y'all know I had to go on a rant, my bad. <laughs> my bad, I had to go on a whole rant, but it's the truth though. And you know, when I'm reflecting my relationships, it really blows minds <laughs> to a T. <laughs> but again, when I sit down, I'm like, yo, that's on you because ain't no way in hell I'm gonna give a motherfucker that much power anyway either. It's on me and you know, I just wanted to believe what I wanted to believe because I love these people. You know, I'm loyal to these people. But I'm in a space now where I've surrendered that, you know, and I'm still working through it and I'm getting free. I'm not trying to say reframe is done, surrender is done, freedom is done, no, because new shit happens every day. I get enlightened every fucking day and I'm going through the process every fucking day. And that's the beauty of life. That's the beauty of growth. That's the beauty of being enlightened and awakened. And it's hard, it's a hard journey, but I wouldn't want it any other way. You know, I think my message for you guys though is take your time. Healing doesn't have to be this overnight thing. And, and I mean this wholeheartedly, don't do it with distractions. There's a lot of people that like to, you know, throw themselves into work. A lot of people want to throw themselves into a new relationship. A lot of them just want to sit there and ignore it, bury it. And I'm not with that shit. <laughs> One bit. That's why I even told myself, I said, you know, I'm in a space right now of just practicing solitude and I'm not jumping into nothing new. I'm not trying to distract myself with more work than I need to do. That's why I'm pacing myself with the music. I'm pacing myself with podcasting at my business. I'm pacing myself. Like I'm going with the vibes. I'm going with the flow. I'm going with my mood. I'm not trying to fill in gaps. Like I feel like if there's a gap in my life, it's going to be for me to what? Reset, to retreat, to relax. And if I have to sit in my feels, you know, one day I do that shit. And I do, I'm not going front here. I be sitting in this motherfucker three, four times a week, filling my feelings. And then I wake up, I choose my happiness, and yep, I get to the bag. I do what I gotta do. But I do sit with my shit. I work through my shit. And I keep it moving. But I'm not gonna distract myself. Cause I promise you, y'all, you sit there, you distract yourself, that shit gonna catch up to you. 
And more importantly, I'm in a space right now in my life where I'm like, yo, I want to be vibrating way higher than the shit I was on. Okay? And I'm talking about years of this shit. I've been on some weird ass fucking frequency. And I'm trying to be on a whole different fucking frequency. And I be fucking damn that I'm going to attract more cycles and karmics and nah. I'm like, you best believe that your girl's going to sit here and take her fucking time healing. So that way, when I do meet my match, that person's my match. You understand what I'm saying? When I meet them friends, they're on the same fucking vibration. I don't want to go through that no more. I'm tired. I'm tired of meeting people that betray me and take me for granted and don't you. I'm tired of that shit. So I'm choosing myself. And if that means I spend the next 10 fucking years alone in my life, I'm fine with that shit. I'm actually at peace with being fucking alone. Because what the fuck is out there when you're vibrating low ain't for me? That shit don't serve me? No thanks. And more importantly, it's not getting free. It just creates turmoil, pain, more trauma, resentment, and all those things do what? Block your blessing. And I don't know about nobody up in this motherfucker, but I'm trying to get to it. I'm trying to really sit here and be fucking on one. And I'm not letting no motherfucker get in my way of that. No friend, no family, no lover, no nobody. Because I know what the fuck is written for me is higher than the bullshit I've been on. And I already feel it. I already see it. I'm seeing the effects of it. And I love it. And I truly believe that when I keep leveling up, all those people, places, things that I was like, oh my God, am I going to have friends? Am I going to have the love of my life? Am I going to have all these family members? They will fucking climb with me. And if they don't, they get left behind. <laughs> it's that simple. But I'm not distracting myself. I'm not going to sit there and pour myself into a new relationship and mask the fact that I'm hurt. No, fuck that. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm cool off that. I'm not going to sit there and go kiki with all the friends and go drinking and nope i'm good with that yep i'll share space with my friends we could do some dinner but you best believe like when i got a gap in my schedule that's just going to the feelings that's going to healing you guys need to start thanking yourselves for taking the time for yourself i don't play sunday is my real self-care day i mean i'm talking about journaling the candles the music the incense the vibes because i deserve it my mental health is number one my spirituality is number one. My body's well-being is number one. Everything else comes later. So to close this out, basically, um, like I said, a lot of this shit is easier said than done. I'm still working through it. I'm still figuring it out. But I think my biggest, biggest thing, like my biggest realization and the biggest thing I'm so grateful for is for everybody that's never chose me. I'm grateful for it. Because ultimately, it's led me to this point in my life of choosing myself. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Does it fucking hurt not to be chosen? Yes. But I know my value. And I know for a fact that if all those people that didn't choose me had saw my value, it wouldn't be a discussion. And I also know, too, in turn, motherfuckers will regret it. Don't internalize not being picked or even picked last. I talked about shit on my stories about how I was always picked last growing up. And I'm in a space where I'm like, jokes on you. <laughs> I sit in the mirror and I look at myself like, bitch, you know who you are. You know exactly your values. You know exactly how you're operating. You know exactly the work you do. You know exactly the type of love you give out. You just don't apply it to the right motherfuckers. <laughs> That's what that is. And now I'm in a space where I'm like, why do you do that? And that's something maybe we all got to work through and figure out. Because I'm figuring that shit out. Why do I do that? Why do I choose people like that? What am I gaining out of that? 
you know, and that's something I, that's a process I don't have the answer for. But anyway, I thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode. Um, hopefully it resonated and stuff. And for those of y'all that are on my IG that be tapping into now my um, podcast as well, I definitely appreciate y'all. Those of y'all that be coming into the live um, faithfully, I mean, sharing with your friends and shit like that, helping me grow my account, helping me spread my message, like I definitely fucking appreciate it completely. Like I said, I've never, I never imagined in a million years I would be in this space um, to even have a platform to do something like this. So. I'm really just grateful. Anyway, so thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode again, and I will catch you guys in the next one.